Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the -the on-the-ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Service Accommodation Secrets. So this time it's all about how you keep your service accommodation unit looking amazing in terms of cleanliness. So a vital thing for your guests is that your service department or house is sparkling clean. And there's one thing that if your guests are unhappy about, it will not be good in your reviews. So you're aiming to get like 9.9 or 10 for your cleanliness and that will really help in your reviews. Talkingbooking.com here, but obviously if you don't have booking.com reviews, you're just really looking to have an amazingly high standard of cleanliness. So your guests can, you know, just have a lovely experience and not have any downside that can also make them um, get into a negative frame of mind. You want them to have an, an amazing experience in your service accommodation and that real wow factor to feed through from when they first saw your property online usually. And when they get there, that's the first thing they're going to see and it's gonna continue as an amazing stay for them. So what I've got for you here is 10 tips so i did five when i did a facebook live but i've got 10 tips here for you to make sure that every time your previous guest has checked out your cleaning will be amazing and so your apartment or your house will look fantastic again and be reset to look just as good as it did before they ever arrived and stayed there no matter how long they've been there and so The first thing is that guest expectation and experience. So we'll be talking about that wow factor that the guests want to have when they walk in. The second thing is how to make sure this can happen. And the key thing is to have a process that means it will be consistent. Your standards will be high every time. The third thing is to have efficient timing. So really good thing to make sure you maximize the time available from when one guest checks out until the next one checks in and that includes uh, late checkouts early check-ins and things like that and number four you need quality assurance so just to really keep on top of anyone who gets a little bit uh, rushed or you know perhaps not quite enough attention to detail occurs so just keeping on top of standards there the fifth thing is things like logistics for guests so make sure that that's nice and easy and your team know how to reconfigure bed setups that kind of thing to give the guests the most flexibility for their stay and the next thing is to allow your team to use their their initiative And so that means that you delegate effectively and really encourage your team to keep working for you because they keep developing and your business actually improves because they'll have great ideas. Number seven is the whole team experience and I'll go into how we develop our camaraderie amongst our team. 
And number eight is all the extra things that you'll need your cleaning team slash housekeepers and ideally a cleaning supervisor to uh, actually take control of so you're not actually tied to the property the whole time. So extra responsibility. And number nine is that you have your cleaning team. You need to decide whether you're going to employ people, have people working for you who have their own cleaning businesses or quite how you're going to do it, you know, get companies in and whether you're supplying products and so forth. And the final thing is sometimes you have guests who, you know, for want of a better word, um, they're a bit messy and your cleaning team are your eyes and ears in your property. So it's how to deal with, you know, excessive mess and the time and your inventory in your property. So it's all to do with managing what you've actually got in your property and making sure that it's all perfect for the next guest arriving. So let's get stuck into these because there's quite a few here. So your guests will have seen your service accommodation unit looking fantastic online and you want them to have the best impression with your apartment or your house gleaming when they actually step in the door. And this is so important because online, you know, your apartment looks fantastic. Some people have uh, props in there, fresh flowers and food and things like that. You want it to look just as great, not, not necessarily with all those props, but you want it to look just as great when they walk in so that they think, oh, it's even better than it looked in the photos. You want it to look fantastic, but also to appeal to the rest of the senses. So sense of smell, you want it to be fragrant and inviting, not overly, but just to smell nice and clean. You know, you don't want any nasty bits of um, hair or crumbs or lipstick on crockery. You want it to be really immaculate to show that you really care about their experience. You've made sure everything's really beautiful for them. It's fresh for them to use and you've really made the effort to make it amazing for them. I don't know if you've ever stayed in self-catering apartments or uh, cottages or anything like that and you know maybe that you found you had to give it a good clean down before you could actually sit down and relax and that's not what you want it's not any fun you want your guests to walk in to be able to relax and think oh wow you know because it's a home away from home it's an alternative to a hotel so how do you actually make sure that it is good every time so the answer to that is number two have a process be consistent and don't leave it to chance you need to know what gets cleaned and how long it's going to take. And your cleaning team need to know the high standard that's needed and the scope of their role as a cleaner. So how do you actually create this process? Okay, so when we first started, my supervisor, Sarah, who's awesome and very organized, highly organized lady with lots of time-saving techniques that are very effective as well um, but we clean the uh, one bed apartments that we had at first ourselves and I have to say that if you give me something to do 
I struggle to do it quickly. I'm not a concise person, so I'll write loads and have to spend more time making it shorter. And if you let me clean anything, I'll take forever. So that wasn't going to work. But what we it really helped us do is to know exactly what needed doing and how long it could take and work out quick ways of doing it. So while one area was being sorted out, uh, you could actually make sure that, um, you know, the next area was being prepared. So things like make beds first because otherwise you make everywhere dusty really obvious but it just saves time so really simple things so rather than taking six hours we worked out that a one bed apartment you could do it in two hours but still look really good because you have to let the cleaning team have enough time to make it look fabulous if you only give them an hour and it's been quite well lived in in an, an SA unit then you know it may not be enough time physically for them to make it look fab so you really need to be realistic and so that's how we did it so we worked out exactly what needed doing and the most effective ways of doing those things quickly and if you have that uh, clarity on what needs doing you can create a checklist and so that means that any clean cleaning um, staff that come in to work with you they know exactly what they have to do it eliminates any doubt so they don't think oh do I just whiz the hoover around and do a bit of washing up and uh, a wipe over it's like no it needs to be completely clean and then buffed and looking fantastic it needs to smell really great and it needs to feel really lovely you know beds made really neatly and just finished really nicely and it just shows the care that that you're putting into your serviced accommodation and that means that we could develop this checklist and put it into our training and an operations book so if somebody was there on their own later they can check oh what do I do don't remember they don't have to ask you every time now this is all quite manual and uh, so Zona in Word we created a whole series of steps where to start so in the bedroom, bathroom, kitchen area, living area and eventually um, the cleaning team would mop themselves out of the apartment so that's the last thing happening and also if you know how long it's supposed to take then that makes sure that you're not going to just have your cleaning team arrive and then they take as long as is available to them because you need to make sure it's cost effective for you as well and so you tend to know how much you're going to pay per clean um, which is usually an hourly rate as well so you you know how long each clean would take and how much it would cost you and what exactly you needed doing and you'd know all the little hitches that might happen all the quirks of the property and you'd uh, you train your cleaning team in that as well now our checklist is quite long and we're moving over to having an app where you have a photo and then a general list and then so a photo when they arrive that is to say then what they've done and then photos at the end but when we're training we still go through the physical list because it ensures that our cleaning team know exactly the detailed level that it needs to be cleaned to and it might seem really um, pedantic, but in view of the fact that it's so important to your guests for it to be spotless, you know, it's really important to, to pay attention to that. 
So we just have to be really thorough. And when we say a checklist, it's not like you do one thing and then check it off on the checklist. You do a room and then make sure everything was done. And the whole process of the linen and how the laundry works and all that kind of thing, where everything's kept as well. And all the process for uh, the replenishments, everything like that. So that's number two. So that's the detail part here. But also you've got to think about your timing. So efficient timing is number three. So if a guest is checking out, so our guests check out by 10 a.m., you need to think about how long you've got until the new guests arrive. So our new guests can arrive uh, after 3 p.m. But sometimes guests want to check out late and new guests want to check in early. So you need to make sure you've actually got those balanced so the cleaning team have got time to do the clean. And, you know, we can bring in an extra cleaner if, say, we've only got a one-hour window then that's unusual to be honest but sometimes it can happen somebody leaves at 10 somebody wants to check in at 11 and we do actually make sure we charge for any additional cost we incur because obviously you've got to pay pay your cleaners the correct amount and so if people want to check in early and it helps them then uh, for us if they're checking in uh, from 11 till one we actually would charge them additional money because we have to pass on the costs that we incur but if we can help people to check in a little bit early and the cleaning would have been done say between 10 and 1 anyway then that's fine so we just maximize those hours that we've got available from 10 till 3 and really make sure that you know you've got some contingency time in there as well um, you might be able to offer later checkouts on Sundays and things like that. So help your guests out with that kind of thing if it works with your calendar too. And you haven't got an early check-in on a Sunday. But that can be quite nice as well. A lot of our guests tend to be corporate. Uh, and so they're gone by 9am anyway. But sometimes, you know, they might be shift workers. In that case, they actually might want to be in the property a little bit longer. Or they might work nights or something like that. And then leisure guests, of course, they might want a bit longer in any case. So it's all about communicating with your guests and your team and making sure you've got enough people to do your clean at the right time and giving them enough time to do it really well. So that's efficient timing. But then also number four is quality assurance. So if your cleaners have got time then there's no reason, and as long as they've got all the products and information available, no reason that you shouldn't have lots of issues. But it may be that you have recurring issues and you need to get to the bottom of why these things are happening. You know, it could be to do with something uh, physical with the property that's hard to do, or it may just be that, you know, people aren't um, being quite detailed enough. So you need to have somebody supervising. So as I said, I've got Sarah who's awesome and she can see if something is getting forgotten and it just might, might mean that your team need extra training or reminding to do certain things. Also to make sure of things like the TV is still plugged in and your broadband is still plugged in because you really don't want somebody to arrive and discover they can't use the internet. That would be really bad. Or the TV. Or the hot water switch might have been switched off by mistake or knocked when the hoover was put away or something like that. So just to check those kinds of things. And that's all part of your process too. So the next thing, number five, is making sure your logistics are really good. 
for your guests. So part of that is the efficient timing, but also have you got the scope for different bed configurations for your guests? So we have zip link beds and we have sofa beds too. So recently, especially we've had guests who want to stay in our one beds and our two beds um, with additional guests coming in. So not just a couple, not just a single guest. So our zip link beds come into their own for people who are colleagues or you know siblings that kind of thing rather than having just the king size option and the sofa beds are really great if you've got say three people as well in a one bed that can work out really well or up to four in a one bed and up to six in our two beds as well so that can give you extra bookings if you've got that flexibility especially if you might have returning guests who want to come back and stay but say your bigger properties might be booked up you can still give them a really nice stay in one of your smaller properties like a one bed so logistics for guests just make sure you've got the scope to accommodate your guests as much as possible not squeezing them in because you don't want to have it like a i don't know you can get those hotels i remember seeing in japan that have little cells that people just squeeze into you don't want to just stack everybody high still give people lots of nice space beautiful linen and everything but just make sure that you know you do have the flexibility for people who need it so number six is thinking about your cleaning team you're going to have individuals who usually have other things that they do because the nature of cleaning is it's ad hoc work. So you might have a cleaning team uh, of individuals who have other jobs or other things they do in their lives. So they want flexible work. And that is actually the type of people we have in our cleaning team. They have other work they do or they have family commitments or all sorts of interesting things they do actually. It's great. So they don't want to have set tied hours. And there may be cleaning teams or, you know, couples who work as a, sorry, a cleaning company, and they come in and they clean various other places too. And so people have different experience of life and different ideas. So a really great thing to do is to help people to use their imagination and encourage them to use their initiative because they may come up with ideas of how you keep your essay property clean and you know the whole method of doing the clean that work brilliantly and better than your original process so don't just say that's the process get on with it be open to suggestions so it may be that if you have more than one apartment to clean, you might have members of the cleaning team who love doing bathrooms, so we have that, and other members who love doing bedrooms and making beds, and they're really good at it. So one of our uh, team, who actually sadly left now because she wanted a full-time job, but she would follow us around if we were there because um, she worked with us from early on, and she'd actually improve a great deal, folding skills and things like that, and actually just tweak things and it's really nice if people have that pride in their work that they'll improve on your idea and you know give you lots of feedback that will actually make your business do better and the other thing is you can delegate to them things like buying your supplies as long as you've got certain things that you specify which we do um, and it's not you know over budget or from incorrect places that you don't want them to get them from but you can delegate those things to make sure that you're not there having to order your bleach or um i don't know it might be your method cleaner or environmentally friendly something or other that you have in your 
products that you use whatever it is make sure that you delegate those kinds of things as well otherwise you're tied to all of that stock control too and so delegation and initiative will just generally improve your standard of cleaning make your team happier and keep you doing the things you're better at rather than being drawn into the business all the time so that frees up your time so number seven is a team experience so we tend to have a hit and fade approach so even if we've got one apartment to clean there usually be a couple of people there just to make sure everything runs smoothly so sarah will usually go or we delegate to other team members usually one would be experienced although sometimes they've risen to the challenge when they're quite new and just work together to get things done really effectively and it really makes for a great camaraderie and a great atmosphere when they're all there you know and getting on well and just building rapport together and it just makes the time go faster for them and they just enjoy it really a lot more so if we've i don't know sometimes got four apartments to do we just have like loads of people there and it's great because you just have all the activity going on everybody knows what needs doing and then at the end whoever's you know finished first they might help the other team members to finish off and it is really a great atmosphere and experience there for them so i would encourage that it also means it's uh, your property is ready sooner for your guests it, if you've got somebody if you just want one person working with you it may be that it takes them six hours to do some apartments and it's just a bit draining for them now if somebody wants that amount of hours then yeah consider that but i think the hit and fade technique works really well and so number eight is thinking about things like if you've got additional responsibility you can give your team members it does link in with the initiative actually but you may have uh, key safes that they can use because you don't want to have to be there um, letting your team into the property you want them to be able to do all that kind of thing you know use apps and actually just organize a few more things for you because that can really help again take you out of the business and give them extra duties so for example if our cleaning team are in charge of a clean then they get a higher hourly rate and they like that and they learn from that and they might think oh it's a bit of a challenge especially when they're really new but actually they're really pleased when they've done things especially if they're reconfiguring the way that properties are set up for different guests so give them extra responsibility and and that will make for a great team and and personal growth as well and so number nine is just about how you have everything set up in terms of your team so as i'm touched on some uh, sa operators will want to use cleaning companies who just come in so they're just contracting they're already uh, got a company set up we have a certain amount of that people who clean elsewhere but we also have people who are just working as sole traders because we don't have fixed hours that we offer people at the moment we try and spread it so that people got regular slots um not the same days but you know make sure it's not just one person working all the time try and spread the work evenly but we can't offer exactly the same day every week because we're completely beholden to the guest and when they want to arrive and when they want to leave so it's quite tricky really until we've got a lot more properties so we've got five to actually 
designate certain people to certain days. We just can't do it. It's too ad hoc, too random. So our team are just working for themselves, but and we supply all the products and show them um, how to use them and the health and safety of them. So we don't leave guests any bleach or anything like that. Anything that is, um, you know, stronger than washing up liquid is locked away uh, with a padlock and everything in a place away from where the guest is. We don't leave anything stronger than washing up liquid in the properties or liquid soap. Uh, and our cleaning team have, you know, things like gloves to wear and they know exactly what to use for what. We've got a list of cleaning items. We have, as part of our process, certain sets of cloths in red bags to use for bathrooms and toilets and things and so and toilets are completely separate than the rest of the bathroom the things that are used in there and kitchens for example have green bags with all certain cloths for certain purposes and sponges and things so there's a whole process and the cleaning team know exactly what to use to make everywhere look fantastic but also they know that you know if they have an idea we're open to improving what we do as well. So it's really important that people know, you know, what they're doing, where everything's kept to work safely, cause, especially because they're working together as well. So that's something we do as well. But it, as I say, it may be that you want to have a cleaning contractor who's established to come in and that's your call how how you want to do it or you may actually employ people if you've got a lot of property so it's up to you how you want to do that and it's just so long as people know how everything works and so they're confident with what they're doing and what needs what needs to happen you might also have uh, cleaning team members who do meet and greets for you as well which I forgot to mention with the extra extra responsibility so they may um, show guests around we mostly have self check-ins these days but we used to have a lot of meeting and greeting before we had key safes because um, there's no way around it really so our supervisor used to do a lot of that and she's great she's very much a people person but you may have cleaning team members who are happy to do that kind of thing as well it's a bit of a change for them too so just add that little bit in. And finally, number 10 is what to do if you have issues with um, your guest stay. Say if they make an excessive mess or something's missing, broken, all that kind of thing. And as part of your business setup, it's really important to have terms and conditions. So your T's and C's signed by guests and know what they are. So it's essential you get that sorted. And so if guests do make excessive mess, obviously it's going to take longer to make sure the property looks as fantastic as it needs to before the next guest comes. So you might need to get additional hours approved or additional cleaners to go and assist, especially if you've had a long stay. Even though we always would do weekly service clean, sometimes people need to rearrange things around, um, you know, having more guests in there and you just have to give everything a really deep clean which in fact is something else you can do additional tasks on a monthly basis but I won't go into that all right now but essentially what I'm saying is your cleaning team are your eyes and ears on the ground so if they arrive 
Uh, you will need a process in place as part of your process that they identify anything that is missing, wrong, excessive. Um, and then you can go to your deposits that you ideally will be retaining to recover additional costs there that you will incur because you have to pay cleaners more, you have to replace things, all that kind of stuff. And your cleaners will really know what's supposed to be where. Um, so sometimes we have guests who work together. So you'll end up with like 10 mugs in one of the apartments and only four left in another one because they've kind of gone around each other's apartments and things like that. So you just, it may be small things like that, or it may be that, you know, something's smashed or whatever. And often people would tell you if they've done that, but sometimes they don't like we lost the top of a bin and things like that and the guests didn't say anything but you know it's we're all different different people come from different places and uh, they may or may not let you know what's happened but it's really good to have uh, photographic evidence of anything especially if somebody's booked through booking.com or airbnb because they'll need to know what it was like before as a visual record and what it's like you know when it's damaged messy broken all that kind of thing so your cleaning team give you huge value noticing all those kinds of things as well and you know maybe if you don't hire linen if you buy your linen there may be issues with that one of the reasons we have the laundry do it and we hire our linen is because that's just all taken care of we don't have to constantly replace our linen inventory it's all taken care of through that company but i know a lot of people feel they'd rather own their linen for uh, their own reasons and it's absolutely fine but your cleaning team can then keep on top of that as well so that's the final thing and that's really vital so it means that your your cleaning team can get your property your sa unit looking perfect for your ne next guest arrival and it may be that you've got to uh, send some information onto your system so we have a guest dashboard that then links into our maintenance area and if something needs fixing or or replacing it will move on to there but essentially you can usually have business as usual and have the place looking fantastic for the next arrival and so I'm really grateful to our whole cleaning team and we have a quite a diverse mix of people and they're great actually give really good feedback and they're really good fun and they work really hard to be fair and it's a good workout too so just enjoy having a great team around you is my final word on that and just really get uh, involved in you know what people do in their lives so you know find out what they do in their lives so that you can be aligned and uh, like when you interview them find out what's important to them so that you can give people work and it's not going to conflict with what's important to them so you're going to be able to retain your team as well i'm digressing onto other areas but it's really great to have great people working who all want to work towards the same goal as having a sparkling essay unit for you so i'll just recap on those 10 points so the first one is having that guest expectation fulfilled with that wow factor and 9.9 .9 cleaning review on booking.com which i'm really grateful we do so the second thing is have a process so you can be consistent in keeping that cleanliness really high at a really high standard the third thing is have really good efficient timing in terms of your guest checkout get straight in there 
to get the cleaning done and in plenty of time for the next guest, especially in case of any issues. Or make sure you have charges in place for late checkouts and early check-ins too. Number four, quality assurance. If something keeps happening, then you need to fix an issue, but just to keep your standard high and have a staff member, a more senior staff member who will check that for you. Uh, number five, logistics for guests. Make sure that you can accommodate their needs, so be flexible for them in terms of bed setups and configurations. And six, allow your cleaning team to use their initiative and so that you can delegate to them as well and encourage their ideas. And number seven is the team experience. So we do the hit and fade, we clean and we leave. Um, you know, as a team, I say we, because, you know, it's part of our business, really important. Number eight, if people want extra responsibility, like, you know, being in charge of uh, a clean and using key safes and maybe meet and greet, that kind of thing, you know, let, let people fulfill that so that they can expand and be more valuable to you as an, as a member of staff and add to your business. Number nine is, you know, decide how you're going to structure this in terms of whether you've got sole traders, uh, business uh, business owners who have their own cleaning companies, and whether you're supplying product products or whether they are, and how that's going to work, and you know, training on what's where, how to use it, health and safety, that kind of thing. And finally, your guests. Uh, are usually lovely but sometimes they're messy or things get broken or taken so your cleaning team are your eyes and ears and will help you to sort out any issues and make sure that you get reimbursed for any damages and that kind of thing and get everywhere ready for your next guests coming in. So if you've got any comments about how you can uh, get your properties looking fantastic or any experiences you've had with your cleaning team or any guests or anything else that's happened in your property do comment on the service accommodation secrets page or if you think this will be useful for other SA operators then do share it with them as well and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode thanks then bye Sharing the Secrets of Success